Hey, friends, welcome to a special drop-in surprise day episode of the That Sounds Fun podcast. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So glad to be here with you today, an extra day this week. I hope three times is the charm for you for a week, and I'm not ruining your story. But I'm glad to be here with you. Music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. John McLaughlin. You can get a copy of his new album, Angst and Grace, wherever you love to listen to music. So here is the story. My friend Heather Land, you know her. She's a comedian. She does the Instagram videos where she says, I ain't doing it. You know Heather Land. Heather was around and stopped by my office and I was like, girl, you have a book come out. Let's talk about it. And so she did. And we had the best time. But our calendar for the podcast is full to August. (laughs) And I was like, we're just not waiting. So you guys, there are just going to be weeks where one of my friends stops by and we're just going to drop an extra podcast episode because we can, because nobody's the boss of us. You're the boss of me. Nobody's the boss of us. And so today's episode with Heather is just hilarious and great. And we share a ton of friends. Her new book is called I Ain't Doing It, of course. You need to make sure you get a copy. It is so fun, so funny, an easy read, but an enjoyable one. I think you guys will really like it. So here's my conversation with Heather Land. Heather Land, girl. The infamous It's been, It's about time. It, that's how I mainly feel, is Come it's on. about time. But you know what? We've been knowing each other for a long time. That is the gospel, it's because true. you have been cracking me up on the internet. And people, when you tour anywhere close to here, I get messages like, well, I see you tonight at Heather Land's show. <laughs> All the time. And I'm always <laughs> like, I would. I'm in Wichita or yeah. wherever I am. Yeah. Um, but... So I'm glad it's real. Yes, me too. I'm tired of you just being like a tree that was planted a million years ago in my yard. Because I feel like that's how far back we go. (laughs) That's right. Um, But yeah, it's good to be here. I feel the same way. Of course. I, um, you know, one of the rules of the podcast that my listeners are probably tired of hearing me saying is the only guests we have are friends or people I want to be friends with. Awesome. Because why do we have time to be with strangers? Listen, it's a, it's a waste of time. It's really. just hard. It is. It's too I, much effort. I watch the actual people who do interviews. I mean, I do interviews, but I watch like the Jimmy Fallons of the world. And I'm like, the way you talk to people you don't know is so impressive. The way he makes everybody feel like, you know, they're his best friend. It's the most beautiful, yeah. disgustingly manipulative thing <laughs> I've ever laid eyes on. <laughs> Okay, I, keep going because he's kind of my inspiration. I for love my him life. too. I love him. I How love is him. Manipulative because you think it's not genuine. Um, I think he. I think first of all, I love him. I think I he's him. amazing, and I do feel like he's absolutely genuine. But I think to do what he does, don't you have to have some level of, uh, you know, appealing to the person that you're sitting in front of that you've never laid eyes on before? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. He he either has a really great way of connecting before they get there, yeah. knowing all the things. I'm sure he studies. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't I don't think he's ingenuine, but I think he's he's got a gift. He's Let's got, just say yeah, that. He's yeah, gifted. he knows how to use it. Yeah, I Absolutely. would love to see what – I need to – I don't know. I know some musicians who've been on the show. I don't know anybody who's been interviewed. But I would I would love to know what happens before they start, how how early he gets there, right. how much time they spend. Who do you watch? What's your late-night show of choice? Do you watch a late-night show? My 600-pound life. Thank you <laughs> times a million. Come on. I love that show. I mean, sometimes sister wives, I'm not asking you to be one, but I'm right. just saying, like, <laughs> I'm infatuated. I can't look away. It's fascinating. Uh, it you totally talk. is. I mean, you want to be like, you guys, why are you surprised every time policemen show up? You have a television show about breaking the law. Would you preach? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> and But for me, I can't ever get past, you know, how do you share? That's it. I don't know how they share. No. But... On the flip side of that, I look at them and I go, okay, you get to have a slumber party all the time right. with your girlfriends right. and you have built-in childcare. I mean, that's that is a true. lot. But there has to be more comp- – speaking of manipulative, there has to be more competition between those four women than they let on. And here's the deal. Why Cody? Why? <laughs> Should we edit that out? No, Because I love him too, but I'm like, but y'all. why Cody? Yeah. But how – no, it's not so much – let me rephrase. You don't it's not to- so much why Cody as – Cody, how? Mm, like, uh-huh. what have you got going on? Yeah, that you landed four gals and talked them in to all marrying you and all having kids with you. I mean, and rotating so nights with you. Yes, I don't get it. Hey, you know what? Props to him, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> mad applause. He's what? figured out well what done. others have not. He really has. Yeah, yeah. he's he's working that system. Man, mm-hmm. you're not kidding. Okay, how you are clearly you and I clearly 
are we're hilarious. Lunch after this. Yeah, we're, for sure. I brought my lunch. Um, wait, how did you get into being publicly funny? Because your whole life, I've got to imagine that in college and that you were the person that people sat with because they and y'all laughed. But this is different. What you do now, you know, it's funny because growing up when I was younger, I was very much like the peacemaker, oh. and I wanted everybody to be happy. To me? You know, I've done. I've done it like three or four times. I'm always a different number. Okay. I'm schizophrenic. Okay. Um, so I try not to like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I haven't done the right one. No, but maybe you're I talking about paid. being a peacemaker and that's a nine. Yes. And okay. a nine to feel like everybody else. So you're, you're, everything you're saying could be true. Well, I've changed a lot. Yeah. And I think I finally can, you know, kind of came into myself. But yeah. I have had people say, oh, well, this doesn't surprise me. You were always hilarious. And I'm like, where oh. were you? I like, I could have been a comedian a long time ago because I right. love this life. Right. Like, why did no one encourage me? Yeah. You know, why did everyone tell me, you know, whatever, to like be a kindergarten teacher? Forget you. Yeah. You know, because this is way more fun. So, yeah, I don't know. And this is full-time. You're a full-time stand-up comedian. Full-time, yeah. And you know what? It was a total accident, actually. I posted videos. I didn't post videos. I sent videos back and forth like you and I would do. Uh-huh. Like, you know, in all of our maturity. Yes. Like Snapchat videos yes. uh, over text. And I put a couple up on a dare. It was months and months of my friends being like, you're so stupid. These are You've awesome posts. Yeah. And I'm like, heck no. I and was, they were all the I ain't doing it stuff. Well, no, they weren't no. all I ain't okay. doing it. Um, They were just random videos and I never would do it because at the time I was single and I was like, this ain't the way to this ain't uh-huh. the way to hook somebody uh-huh. with these Snapchat videos. This isn't the profile <laughs> picture I want to throw up. Uh, so I wouldn't do it. And then finally I did. And the one that I put up, I said I ain't doing it at the end. Uh-huh. And I didn't even know that I had said it. People oh, started wow. watching it and they were like, love your I ain't doing it. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. So I ain't doing it. Right. I went back and watched it. I was like, well, sure enough, there it is. And so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they said, can you make more? Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, live in the... Who's they? Your si- friends? Or just the random people that had watched audience, it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I live in the South. I can definitely make more. There's yeah. material on every corner. Yes. So I put a few more up. And then uh, a sweet friend of mine, I didn't know where Tell at the time... Tell me what year we're working in right now. 2000. This was um, like September 2017. Uh, are you joking me? <laughs> Uh-uh. Two years ago, you started yeah, this? yeah, you're in a few months, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah. That's a that's mm-hmm. a quick trajectory. It's encouraging for all of those comedians that have been like pounding the pavement for yeah, 10 yeah, years. yeah, they yeah. love you. Yeah, they yeah. love me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. September uh, yeah. of seventeen. Yeah, and I, uh, a blogger, Susanna Lewis. You know her? Yes, Whoa, of Susanna. I didn't know her at the time. Uh, sorry, Sus, but now we're great friends. Yeah. She asked if she could share one of my videos on her page, and she did. And within. Uh, well, within an hour and a half, uh, it went from zero. She told me to start a fan page, which I yeah. was reluctant to do. But it went from zero to 45,000 while <gasps> I was at church on a Wednesday night. You're and then, lying to me. And uh, then up to a million a month to the day that it started. Yeah, On Facebook? On Facebook. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Facebook. And then I was forced, you know, I was I was just, I had a big girl job. I was yeah. uh, refinancing, and I was single mom trying to, trying to make it. And, uh, yeah, I had to kind of take the jump. Uh, people wanted me to come to their churches and theaters and casinos, and I didn't know what they wanted me to do. I've been a worship yeah. leader most of my life. Yeah. I'm like, they want me to sing? How they know I sing? No, they want you to do comedy. So, yeah, I had to uh, sit across from my dad and say, hey, you know that uh, stable job I have? I'm going to quit that and be a comedian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so here we are today. <laughs> yeah. That How did you, because there's a real difference between making funny videos and doing actual stand-up. How did you know you could do stand-up? I didn't. Okay. And uh, I had some really great friends who, you know, pastor's wives who were like, oh, I'm having a, a women's conference. Come open up my sets, uh-huh. uh, each each of the sessions with comedy. You can do two minutes. You can do five minutes. So I would go to a few of these and just stand up and, like, tell some stories. They're just stories. Yeah. Make them funny. And then I'd go back to my hotel room and cry and say, I can't, there's no way I can do this. I can't do it. Why would you cry? Uh, just... Insecurity, like I can't be a comedian. This isn't funny. They didn't laugh. Even hard though enough. they laughed, oh, they didn't laugh well, hard sometimes, enough. Sometimes, sometimes they would. Yeah, oh. they're in hysterics. But it was just my own insecurity, and I think jumping off into something that you weren't expecting. I mean, you got to work through a lot of stuff, you know, yes. uh, to to get there. And so, yeah, I would go back and work it out. And uh, then, you know, uh, people approached me about management, and we want to take you on a tour. And I'm like, oh my god, I can barely pump out ten minutes. Yes, and now. You know, I'm on the stage going, can you ask him if we can, you know, if we can have till 930, you know, really? like a two hour set is uh, 
manageable these days. Yeah. Really? So it's just a different ballgame. But I had to just learn it. I had to just get up and do it afraid. Who were you? Ooh. Okay. Hold on. Let's talk about that. You just had to do it afraid. I had to do it afraid. And I had a really good friend uh, in my life um, at the time who, yeah, would say that to me. She's like, you know, you don't have to do this, but um, you're good at it and it's yeah. your calling. So yeah. so do it afraid. And yeah, I put a little post-it note on my computer and looked at it every day and did it afraid. I mean, did you... When I you still look, do it afraid. I was about to say, when <laughs> yeah. you look back on your life, have there are there times you went, oh, I just did it afraid. I've just done this. 100%. I yeah. went through a divorce. I, I walked out and you know, made that uh, decision on my own and, uh, you know, with two kids. And, yeah, I was petrified. A uh, lot of lot of things along the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, and still, you know, constantly. That is – so are there – I'm just amazed. I'm, like, almost speechless amazed that you are able to do stand-up sets and you've had, like – you don't have all the reps and all the, like – who who are you watching? Who are comedians that you love to watch? Is there some are the people that inspire you that help you figure this out? You know, uh, up until recently, I wouldn't watch anybody because really? I was yeah I, was, I didn't want to compare myself. And uh, I had dinner with John Christ a few weeks ago, and uh, we met at Zanies. Yeah, where he's like the king he of is comedy. The king of yeah, yeah. Everybody was walking by, like talking to him, and I was like, oh, they know you here. Okay, yeah. yeah he's I, like I was, the mayor of he, that corner of Nashville. Totally. Yep. Um, and I was telling him, you know, he asked me who I watch, and I was like, nobody really. And he was like, that's dumb. <laughs> and I was like, right. So uh, now I love Pete Holmes. I think it's yeah. so strangely funny. Um, and I love Nate Bergazzi. Oh, he's yeah. Great. He's so funny. I obviously love John um, Christ. And yeah, you know, some of the others, I think if I named. Uh, over this podcast, I would probably <laughs> no one would listen, and they would leave you. Well, so I'm you can be inspired by artists who don't do art like you. So yes, that is absolutely, totally fine you can. That, so right. your, that that you find inspiration from people who do comedy different than you choose to do it. Yes, but so. you know what? I will say that I think John was right that it is stupid, you know, to not watch because I'm comparing myself. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad I didn't for a while. Yeah. Because I needed to figure out what I was doing. I needed to figure out my niche. And I, uh, you know, there are a lot of different kinds of comedians. A lot of people are, they're full of one-liners and some are full of stories. And I'm a story girl, you know, so I needed to figure that out on my own. How often do you, like when you get up on a stage, are you doing churches a lot? Uh, I have done some churches in the past, but recently I've kind of moved into the... um, (laughs) theater and yep. casino stage yeah. <laughs> only because uh I'm not shunning churches I just uh yeah get a lot of offers yeah. from from them so uh but both yeah I do it all tell me about life in a casino listen girl <laughs> I, I I love it they I absolutely in oxygen love it. it is fascinating to me okay first of all if you struggle with secondhand smoke Right. Or you would like to walk away with both of your lungs. The casino is not the life for you. <laughs> it's just not. Um, no. Like, I have to gamble when it's over to try to, like, have money for an oxygen tank before <laughs> I leave. It's so disgusting. But the people are great. They're all yes. there to have fun. Shoot, half of them probably don't even know me. You yeah. know, they're just they're like, just oh, there to have yeah. a great time. Stand-up comedy. Let's go. Yep. But they have fun. They are lighthearted. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not taking life too seriously, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so those, honestly, are my favorite places yeah, to be. Yeah, I believe it. Love it. And how long is your set, for real? Is it really two hours? Yeah, it pushes two hours. We do about a 20-minute intermission. Uh, and you just so- tell stories for two hours. Yeah, I tell stories. Uh, you know, I was a worship leader for a long time, so, so I sing also. Oh, okay. I, I do a couple songs, uh, and uh, yeah, just throw that in because why not, right? Yeah. So if uh, you got the skill, bring the whole, I mean, bring the whole kitchen, girl. Yeah, absolutely, we Don't set the piano up and uh, yeah, just uh, give it a go. So yeah, wow, that is amazing to me that you are able to do two full hours and keep people. I mean, because I am funny on stage, but I don't. A, I can't do two hours. But B, I, I don't think I could tell. Yeah, I just don't think I could do two hours. I bet you could. I, I think if you could do this, if you could feel the way you feel right now uh-huh. and you'd be so relaxed, yeah. you could absolutely do two hours because everything that comes out of your mouth is pretty funny. Like yeah. your delivery is funny. You know, like it's the <laughs> right. whole package. It's not yeah. just the jokes. Right. No, it's, uh, it's, it's your pauses. It's, it's all the it's things. It's what your eyes do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I mean, God, the stories alone, but it's, it's not just the stories. It's being able to laugh at your stories. That's mm. what's funny. Yeah. I stand up and 
completely self-deprecate the whole time. I mean, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I talk about horrible dating stories in my past and, yeah. you know, obviously can't name names. That would just really, that, <laughs> that put it so over but the top. But don't you want to? Oh, so badly. Me too. But listen, here's the deal. The people that know me, they don't need to know names. They know. <laughs> they already Well, that's are. the truth is I, I often say to people, the only people who'd be upset about being in this book are like the people in the help. <laughs> who, who won't don't want to admit to anybody that they ate the pie? Absolutely, so they're, they're not they're coming not saying forward. Anything. No, oh no, 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 they're better. They they aren't willing to face whatever for everybody to go. Oh, you sued her, but now we know that's you, right? You're a monster, right? Yeah. But if they were that good of a person, they wouldn't have made the book in the first place. <laughs> that's right. So uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm grateful for them. They're great material. That's those right. folks. So how often are you asking permission before you're telling stories? Like, are you telling your own family stories on stage or your friends' stories? Or Yes, and um, that's a great question. My Okay, so I'm an only child. Oh, okay. Which is probably why I'm funny, because yes. it's a coping mechanism, um, <laughs> for sure. Um, but my parents are... My mom has a pretty good sense of humor, but my dad... He is wonderful. Can uh -huh. I? I'll just say that Leave he's that. so sweet. Yeah. Uh, but my mom has to punch him and say that was a joke, Bud. She's oh. telling a joke. <laughs> um, his name's Bud. And so, uh, Bud and Glinda. And yes. um, yeah, oh, I don't Bud know what Glinda. your question was That's anymore. Perfect. But um, if you oh, ask do I them. ask? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I kind of led by just telling them, "Hey, I need you to know I'm going to tell some funny jokes." about you guys being old, but it's yeah. okay because the truth is you are old, yes. and so it's fine. Um, but I recently wanted to tell a joke about uh, some deeper family stuff, and yeah. I had to ask my mom, and she was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. And so then I was like, mm, I probably should have just asked for forgiveness later. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've asked them, and then I had to run some jokes by my ex-husband and his new wife because we have a really great relationship. Oh, okay. And um, I was like, hey, do you mind if I say this? She's a lot younger than him. Yeah. So I make some age jokes, and yeah. they laugh. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. We had Pam Tebow on for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, wow. Tim's mom, and we were... One of the things that I think is really interesting is watching how a successful child affects the family system. Mm, and so I, I'm, I'm interested in, because my family's experiencing it, that I have a public life, not success, but I have a public life. Absolutely success, And yes. they, they did not sign up for this. Interesting. How do they respond to you? Like, uh, like they don't mixed. like it? There's mixed response. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so they're very proud. They're very proud of me and of the work I've done. I'm not sure they love being recognized in restaurants. Gotcha. In a different city when I'm not there. Yeah. It's fine. And if it's fine. And it, that's so kind of people. But it's just been, I, I call it the shrapnel of yeah. like, I signed up for this. Yeah. I signed up to write books. I signed up to be public. They didn't sign up for it. But the only way I tell about my life is to tell about the people in it. And it gets complicated. But guess what? They did sign up for it because they had you. And so, <laughs> I mean, true. right? Like, right. You know, there's like some saying that's like, you know, I don't know what it is. But basically, your kid is your kid forever, right? Yeah. Even when they're 100 years old. So that's what I'm dealing with with my own kids right now. Yeah, you know, tell yeah. me. Uh, Mm. them just figuring out what it's like to be the child of someone who's public. Not just that. Them just trying to figure out teenage years oh, how is old are just they? wearing me the heck out. My son is 16. Okay. My daughter's 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Sweet I'm, spot, some would say. That's a sweet spot. Well, for who? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know this life. I, you know, I could not wait to have kids. I yeah. Mean, I, and I was great. Like, the baby phase. Yeah. Oh, stay a baby forever. Like, right. I'll get up in the middle of the night with you. But if you want to start talking about, like, real issues in these teenage years, I don't know what to – like, I freeze. Yeah. I'm just like, I need help. Yeah. I need help. Major help. So, yeah, I'm just like, Mom's got nothing for you. I'm uh -huh. sorry to leave you now. But do people know – I'm sorry to leave you now. I'm going to leave you right <laughs> yes, here and exactly. let you figure it out. Um, do people recognize them? Um, they recognize us as a family. I don't know that they recognize – that. you know what? When they're at the shows – yeah. They recognize them. Yes. Yeah. Or if the kids are working merch, yeah. people say, "Are you her son? Uh -huh. you know, are you her?" Yeah. And my son likes to act like he's embarrassed, uh -huh. but he's not. No, he loves, loves it. it. He loves it. Totally. And loves my it. daughter's uh, sweet, you know, most of the time. Uh, sometimes, but <laughs> she, so she's like, "Oh, it's so fun," you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of a mixture with them, you know. It's and, a weird thing, and right? it's a mixture with them with me. Sometimes they just love me and they're like mommy and then sometimes they're like get out of my room <laughs> and I don't ever know what I'm getting like Satan right? or 
I mean, I was angel. that kid too, weren't you? I mean, I was that kid that I didn't know who I was going to be when I got home from school. I'm going to tell you what, though. No, I was a great oh, kid. I okay. was every youth pastor's dream. I sat on the front row. Really? I cried. I was tender. I wanted everybody <laughs> to be dedicated your life every weekend. Every, I was I baptized three times. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, And then so the worst I did at home was, you know, make a few bad grades and smart off, roll my eyes every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so this is a different life for me. It's, okay. I think it's a generational thing. Really? You know? Oh, I mean, I don't know how you were raised, but... I mean, my dad would whip me uh-huh. for like looking cross-eyed at him. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, and I try to be a good disciplinarian, but you know, we just weren't raised the same. We didn't have technology. Yeah, I didn't have my first phone till I was thirty. Set, listen, I it was a flip phone. You know, I was with some college friends recently, and we were laughing about like how did we group up on time when we didn't have cell phones? How though? How did we go to a Georgia football game and everybody showed up and we all walked together but there was no like I'm 5 minutes late. But what's the an- what was the answer? We don't have it. <laughs> we do not know. That's magic. We just all agreed <laughs> right. that 10 a.m. was the time. Right. And there was no being late yeah. or you got left, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, it's fascinating. It's true. How but different. you know, I've turned into the parent that's like well, when I was a kid, you know, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, mom, yeah. and I swore I'd never be it, but I'm proud to yeah. be that mom because I'm like, I don't care <laughs> that you don't like being grounded from your phone. Yeah. I don't even know where my phone is half the time, <laughs> and I make it just fine. That's so right. you're going to live. And I will be fine. I you will, will too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> There's got to be some of that, like, when I used, I used to teach elementary school, and there were just a couple of days where I went like, yeah, I'm just the boss. Just because I don't, I, I zero because percent I said care so. how you feel right now. Right. I 100% care how I feel right now. And y'all are just going to have to live in that world because that's the world I'm creating in this classroom. Well, I think it's good of you to recognize, you know, that you can say those things and then stop there. As a mom, I tend to sometimes be like, I'm the boss and I need for you to be nice to me today. <laughs> and why can't you do that? For, like, here's number one cardinal rule as a parent like, don't need anything from your kids. Like, so you're ahead of the game. You're Is that really shape. a thing? Do you feel a, are you allowed to need from your kids? Right. I, I don't think, <laughs> I think if you were solid and secure and like 100% on your A game at all times, you would need nothing. Yeah. But, you know, every situation is different. I'm a single mom, so right. after a few years of, you know, just being tired from single mom in it, yeah. uh, you know, the, the last few Mother's Days, I'm like, why can you kids not just get me a card for Mother's Day? Yeah. Or why can yeah. you not just do the dishes? Why can you know? And that's not necessarily fair to them, although I want to teach them to be kind and love people, sure. especially their mom. But, uh, yeah, I think the more I need from them, the worse of a parent I become. Huh. You know, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't need to get anything from them. Yeah. You know, it's not their responsibility. That's really interesting. Gosh, if they would just get themselves up <laughs> yeah. and showered, that's the <laughs> that's gift. That's the gift. That's right. all you need. Absolutely. Uh, I would imagine your life is pretty significantly different than it was eight years ago, ten years ago. I mean, if you were married... Absolutely. Now you're not, you had a different job. Now you're a public figure with assistant and a stand-up comedian. Yeah. What's that like head swivel feel like to have so much of your life change in such a short window of time? Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is, I, well, I've always loved people. I've uh-huh. always had a lot of, a, a big uh, kind of arsenal of friends and family. And, and were you working outside the home when you were married? I was a worship leader in a church. Oh yeah, that's it. That's yeah, right. so sorry, I, was, I was on church staff and... I've always loved people, and I've always uh, had a lot of people around me, and I've always led worship, so I've been in front of people for a long mm-hmm. time. Now, single mom life, divorce was a game changer. I mean, I, I went from, I stayed home with my kids, and I was homeschooling them. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I finally was like, I'm going to I'm gonna make this jump here yeah. and do this thing. So I had to go back to work, and I cared Meaning for them. making the jump in out of your marriage. Yes, That's what you yes, okay, yes. Okay. Uh, which also meant making the jump uh, back into like, okay, I got to get a big girl job. Yeah. I got to get a desk job or something, yeah. you know, where I can sustain. And um, my ex-husband, he always, you know, paid child support and alimony. That's a lot of information, but I just want to make <laughs> sure that that's noted. We honor that. Yes, yes. we honor that. <laughs> but I was raising them mostly on my own. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, it was a big, that was huge. That was yeah. huge. Um, but I had a big system around me, big system of people. And then, system's not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say. That works. Um, okay. And then, when this started, it almost felt like doing worship again, but just doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. the same feeling yeah. of being in front of people, 
Um, having everybody judging you, you know, yeah. let's not pretend like church people don't judge you because they always did and do. But it was the same. It's the same idea. It's, yeah. And so it doesn't feel like any kind of stardom to me. It doesn't feel like, um, you know, I hear all these things yeah. and I see comments, but it literally feels like it's coming from family or friends. It just really? feels like an extended yeah. uh, family. Yeah, it's that's weird. Really sweet. I mean it though. Like I believe you, and I love it. That's yeah. I think that's why people are like, I'm, I'm so. I think they're shocked that because they feel like they know me, uh-huh. or they're like, you're just real. And I'm like, that's because I, yeah, I mean it. They're like all, I don't I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't know any other way to be. Yes, you know, like take me or leave me. Yes. Um. Yeah. I did an Insta story today after I talked to Pam Tebow, and I was like. She was on, she told, she says to me, uh, I had an interview right before you. And I'm like, oh, well, that's great. You know, I'm, you know, and she's being very like, it was great. I'm so glad to talk to you, whatever. And then afterwards, I look on Tim's Instagram. She was on Good Morning America. Oh my. And I was like, <laughs> that's not hey, an interview. <laughs> Next time I'm on Good Morning America, I ain't going to be humble. <laughs> everybody is going to know. I'm like, y'all know me. Y'all right. know me. I'm shouting from the rooftops. Absolutely. If I'm, I, I got to tell Tim y'all Tebow's something. Tim has got a front row seat in heaven, and I'm like back row door holder, because y'all are going to know when I'm on Good Morning America. Totally. I mean, the humility, though, y'all. I, right. Come on. That's impressive. You, that's impressive. I need just a spoonful of that. Come on. I'm not I'm not all that now. No. Like, yeah. You better believe no. if I ever get on Ellen, I am like all over that. Like yeah. white on rice. Is that your dream? Is there like a... Um, you know, they called me kind of uh, six months in or so. Yeah. And I did an interview with a producer and they were like, okay, we're going to see if it fits in to any of our shows. We'll call you. Yeah. Didn't hear from them again. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not a good sign. But um, <laughs> hey, at least I got that they one They know call. your name. They know yeah. my name. They yeah. called me. So. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well. I figure it's pretty, in our jobs, it's pretty fun to have like a, a point where you can celebrate or we never do. Absolutely. So if El- if you being on Ellen is is one of our celebration points, good. Yeah. We'll be ready with confetti poppers when Absolutely. you get on there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if I could get a Netflix special. Oh, okay. Um, and just stay in nice hotel rooms for the rest of my life. Ah, that's all I need. Listen, seriously, pay tell my me bills. What, I'm fine. Tell me about what you love about nice hotel rooms. Just like go there. I can have this conversation about hotel rooms and the Delta Sky Club all day Come long. Come on, Delta Sky Club. Because yes. that is our lives. We spend a lot of time in those two places. Absolutely. So what do you love about a hotel room? What makes it great? Let me tell you, can I start with what you're not supposed to start with? And that's what I hate about yeah, non-nice hotel rooms. Uh, only because I've stayed in so a many of them. Of those, yeah. Yeah. And one recently where I walked in, I was like, Mm-mm. Like, I don't mean <laughs> to be a diva, but I ain't doing it. Like, I'm not joking. I'm talking stains on the ceiling. No, ma'am. Um, okay, there. listen to this. I go in the bathroom to wash my hands. There is a chip <laughs> stuck to the towel. And I'm like, Bro- uh-uh. No to that. No to that. A so, potato chip a stuck potato to the chip. towel. Yeah. That makes my stomach hurt. And the carpet was like a million years old. And, you know, just there are just those things that you walk in and go, no to this. Yes. But cleanliness uh, is is next to godliness. Yes. And that saying is about hotel rooms. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whoever made that up, it was in a nice hotel yes. room when they said it. So I just like... Um, you know, I'm not uber fancy, but uh-huh. I really like to feel fancy in my hotel rooms, yes, yes. Um, which means if the sheets are white and clean and crisp and there's a bar. Okay. And, a, and like room service. Yeah, a room service. But I didn't say bar. Yes, you <laughs> Okay. Shh, didn't say bar. Because I do not drink champagne or red wine. Okay, so, well, no, sure. No, let's no. edit that out. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody needs to be knowing I, all that. When they're, when I mean, probably the second thing I look at after I make sure it's like at the one glance is like, is there a room service here? Come on. Because yeah. that's going to tell me, that's going to tell me what I need. Okay. To know. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you ever take a bath in hotel I rooms? I totally do. Give me a Do you? <laughs> you have to. Sometimes if it's like a, if it's a swanky place, uh-huh. meaning like, a Marriott? No, yeah, I was about I to say, know. like, not <laughs> what a Hilton Garment. Right. No, we're rude. Um, if it's nice uh-huh. and very clean and maybe been built, like, recently, then you better believe it. Like, I, And here's what I do. I take a makeup wipe and wipe oh, it out. Okay. Because here's the deal. That does nothing for it. But it makes me feel... <laughs> 
Like I've made effort. I do a full splash around you, of water. <laughs> I'm sure that gets that the really crap gets off. It. That really that gets does it. it. Uh, the last it. time I did, you are going to love this story. I don't think I've ever told this. The last time I did a bathtub in a hotel, I had a bath bomb with me that a friend had gifted me. And she is, it was from two of my friends who were in Wicked. And it was Ooh. pink and green because they were the two witches, Mary Kate and Jenna Claire. It was pink and green and glittery. Ooh. And I was like, this is the best. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you get in a bath bomb bath with glitter? Let me guess. <laughs> it, it's all over you. Oh, yeah. And it's all over the tub. Yeah. And it's just, I scrubbed my skin raw trying to get glitter off because I was speaking the next morning and I was covered in gold glitter. Yikes. Co- covered. But just. you know you know where that would have been handy is if you were going to the gynecologist the next morning. <laughs> you could have left it on just to be extra fancy. Yeah, it was it was just just to break the ice, you just know. To, just to, just to say you're welcome. Exactly. Yeah, just to say you're welcome. So I did you a favor today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I tell you what, you know what they need to make is bath bombs for people like you and I who like to go take a bath in a hotel uh-huh. made of disinfectant <laughs> that you can bathe in. That isn't poisonous for our skin. Hey, edit that out and let's and go let's make do let's it. patent that. <laughs> that's Seriously. Right. That's something we are doing. That is for sure. so right. I'm so glad you do. I mean, when I get there, part of the problem is for the last seven years, I moved in um, August. Seven years before that, I didn't have a bathtub. I only had a shower at my house. And so when I was like, hey, worse for me, I'm in hotel rooms right. three weekends a month. That's okay. I'll just take baths there. Absolutely. And they are. But I feel like for you to not have a bathtub for that long puts you right beside Tim Tebow's mom. Oh, really? At, in the pearly gates. The- yes. I mean, you have paid your dues. It was dues. a long time. I, I don't know. care if you've been mean to everybody in your life. You lived without a bathtub. Yes. And that was suffering. Yes. Listen, I went on a date. And we were talking about, like, what are our dreams of our lives? Like, what are we, like, like when you've really made it. And he says some, like, really bougie car. Well, first, I say, let me rephrase that. I want a Tesla. I say, I would like a really nice bathtub. (laughs) And he says, a really nice car. I was like, I think we're going to be fine. I think it's going (laughs) to work out great. And is this still a thing? No. Oh. Not at all. But I was like, if you're going to get that car, I'm probably going to get that bathtub. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll take that. Were you thinking... Pretty sure that it's going to be more feasible. 100%. For you to buy me a bathtub before you buy yourself exactly that I Lamborghini. I thought yeah. if you're making that money, Come on. then you're making bathtub money. And that's all I'm looking for is <laughs> bathtub money. Absolutely. All I want is a standalone. That's like, a, a standalone. That's it. Absolutely. Do you want one of the claw foot ones or do you want one that kind of looks like a bar of soap and goes up on either side? Yeah, I, I want the bar of soap. I had a uh-huh. bar of soap in a house that I lived in uh, a few years ago and I loved that thing. Yes. I, I loved, I felt like a million bucks in that $800 bathtub. Yeah, listen. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's all they cost? Girl, yes. What? That's it. I don't need no man. I'm an independent Come woman. Come on, girl. <laughs> I can get a, That's I can right. get a bathtub. Get your own bathtub. No, I did girl, not know. Come on. I don't want no scrubs. Uh, I just need a place to scrub. Exactly. So, and you need a dollars. And you need a disinfecting bath, bath bomb. bomb. That's how I'm going to buy it. That's is our happening. new, our new, um, our new invention. We're, hey, when we hang up here, like when we get off of this call, I'm not joking. Pen and paper. Yeah. And let's Draw let's that name that up. sucker. Yeah. Yep. Let's call That's it. That's happening. Um, tell me why you decided to write a book. Um, because publishers started calling me. That'll do it, girl. And uh, I'll tell you what, though. And you called it, I ain't doing it. You had to. I mean, to. what else was there? Yeah, because that's what, I mean, when people watch you, you know what's funny is your face, your I ain't doing it face makes it hard to recognize you in person. Yeah. Do people say that a lot? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, but I think because I've posted, I've started posting other things. So much, yeah. yeah they, um, yeah, I knew who you were it. when you walked up. I was okay with it. Well, you know, I started writing a blog. Uh-huh. In the summer of 2017, and I literally, I think there's like 10 entries on yeah. there. And I literally Googled like free, uh, you know, blog spots yep. or whatever. Yep. And the the uh, first paragraph, the opening little statement is, I have never written a blog. I have no clue what I'm doing, uh, but uh-huh. I just think I'm supposed to do it. <laughs> and so I did. And people started reading it. Yeah. And publishers started calling me. Yeah. And I was like, I can't write a book. You know, and they're like, sure you can. I was like, okay, so I'm going to write a book now. <laughs> and uh, I did. Yeah. And it was weird and wonderful and super fun. It's fun, right? Yeah, except that I also wrote a comedy set, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and I had a friend who 
helped me just she's a funny friend and she would sit with me and we would just like laugh and do what yeah. you and I are doing and yeah. then the set came out of it yeah um but the book uh just 100 percent in my own brain like wrote it and that's not a humble brag that's for me to say that I have no more bandwidth yeah like, I've got nothing left it's amazing right what uh, it takes out of you I'm exhausted I know yeah. I believe it yeah it is it yeah I've done like, it it's I, I feel like I have dementia <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm like, what? Right. What's my name? I don't know. I don't know what my name is. It it takes out. It is so much more than just sitting and typing out words because your brain is working on paragraphs when you're at dinner with friends. And I always give a real heads up to my people when we're starting a new book. I'm like, hey, I know you've enjoyed me for the last (laughs) nine to 12 months. I'm leaving you. It's about to get different (laughs) for about 180 days. And then I'll be back. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You get it. And so is your whole book comedy? Is it your story? Is it? Tell me more. Yeah. So it's uh, basically standalone chapters, like little essays about lots of things. Uh, For example, uh, there's a chapter about exercise. There's a chapter about living in the South. There's a chapter about a pap smear experience that I had. For sure. For sure. You got to have that in there. Humidity. Come on, that's about living in the Tennessee. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) Great question. (laughs) Uh, There's a chapter called Jordash and Fried Bologna. Uh, and that is about Robert's Western world. A great guess. Um, but no, that is a chapter about settling in your dating relationship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you get it now? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm a target girl you. myself. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of real life. It's, it's true stories. Yeah. That's what it's about. Um, so, I mean, it, it just amazes me people who can write as funny as you've written this. I mean, it is, that is not easy to do. You're sweet. Um, here's the deal. It's not a hard read because, I mean, look at the title. Yeah. Okay. I ain't doing it. Unfiltered like, Thoughts from a Sarcastic ain't. Southern it says Sweetheart. Ain't. Like, it's not. Do you know what we say on Tuesdays? Read. Tuesday, you ain't cute. Come on. We say it every Tuesday because Tuesday always shows up and goes and does something stupid. Yeah. And you're like, I can either let this ruin my day or I can go, like, Tuesday, you ain't cute. You ain't cute. Mm-hmm. You ain't cute. I, I need that in my this. life. You can, have is, that one. Do you, you have, have that tumbler. You know how you have when you're little, you had like a pack of panties with every uh-huh. day. Can we get one for every day of the week? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tuesday, Yankee, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you put ain't in a title, that's telling everybody enough. Yeah, it's this telling everybody, very- this is an uneducated read. <laughs> you don't have to know much <laughs> no, it is to grasp it. If you can text, not- yeah. you can read this book. <laughs> because what tech, what my phone replaces yeah. um, with its own words yes. is deeper than right. the words between the words you would yeah, have actually absolutely. picked. I think it it, it is beautiful. And you look beautiful on the cover. Well, you know, thank you. Obviously, you're sitting across from me. I don't look like that, yes, <laughs> that <you> right <laughs> now. I, I literally showed it to the lady doing a, my toes this morning. Uh-huh. And I was like, have you read this book? And she's like, mm, no. And I was like, have you ever seen this girl? And she's like, mm, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. You shouldn't do field testing like that. It never works in your favor. <laughs> it doesn't. And I still posted it on social media. Like, I don't care. Oh, I'm like, I whatever. It. Well done. I just think it is, um, people need to remember that headshots take a village. Totally. There is a... Do you know Cameron Powell? Uh-uh. Um, he's like a this big famous uh, photographer here uh-huh. in town, and he is amazing. He looks kind of like James Corden, so yeah. I just want to like go hug him every, yeah. in between shots. But he takes pictures of all the famous people. If you look on his Instagram, I yeah. mean, everybody okay. who's everybody, George W. Bush, yeah. uh, Reba, like all the people. Reba. And he posts all of their pictures. Yeah. But mine never made it. <laughs> Onto his Instagram. Mine's never made it on Micah Candros's either, and he's done all my headshots. It's hurtful. Carrie Underwood always makes it. Right. Micah, I showed up too. Show the normal woman. Come on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, Cameron, okay, that I'm not as naturally photogenic as whoever. Right. All these, basically as everybody. W. Bush. But exactly. I promise I'm prettier than George W. Bush. I mean, Cameron. come on. If I put no. a W in between Heather and Land, can I make. A frame right. on your Instagram. <laughs> like, what's it going to take, Cam? Come on, cheese. I just like, the two things I wish our listeners and friends that read could know is see our first draft of a book and the last draft. Just because people think, I wish I could write a book. And I'm like, yeah, me too, actually. I wish I could too, but I write a, I could write a first draft. And then I got a team. There's a team. Come on. And the same, I wish they could show. And every time I do photo shoots, I usually Insta story the whole day because I'm like, you need to see what I brought. Right. And you need to see what they 
took. Yes. Because it is different. And you need to see that Photoshop and it went yes. on because you know what? It just is a thing. It like just it is. happens. It's and, just real. And basically, your editor is your book Photoshopper. Yes. Right? And I don't know how it is with your books, but after this book, uh, after about the second edit, uh-huh. she was, I mean, gosh, I bet she sent me 11 of them. Yes. You know, edits. By like the third one, I was like, looks great. Oh, didn't even oh, you're read like, it. I can't. Oh yeah, I can't look at this one. Don't more even time. open the email. Yep. She'll text me. Sent you an email. I'm like, looks great. Yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. What or whatever you think. Whatever you think. Yeah. I don't yep. know how many it times works I for said me. That. Works for me. Works for me. When you go through and click on there, because they do. If you're here's a little inside baseball. Probably this is how your contract or your manuscript is the word I wanted. Is out to the side. They do the notes. Yes. And and you're supposed to respond to those. I just go like, yep. Got it. Perfect. Oh, right. Love it. Make yeah. that change. Yes. They'll say, I think there needs to be three different paragraphs here. I'm like, probably right. And then like, <laughs> get after sort it. it out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or I would look over, I would actually not look over it, but say, it looks great. And she's like, yeah, you didn't answer the questions. I'm like, right. <laughs> right. Sorry. Like, I just don't want to look at it again. I know. I, I mean, know. no one reads our books as much as we read our books before they ever hit a shelf. I'm over it. You know, yeah. I'm seriously over it. I mean, I promise I read one of my books, Let's All Be Brave. I promise I read it 50 times yeah. before anybody saw it. And, Front to back. And the problem is the more you read it, the more you're like, I'm a failure. 100%. I'm a, the biggest loser of a yes. writer yes. there ever was. Yes. You're and, like, and, I should rip all these pages out and give them, give them their money back before they even spend it. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah. But then now book drop day yeah you have to be like oh my gosh read the book but don't because right. it's terrible i was about to say it actually was yesterday right it was yesterday yes. yeah yeah big day fun day <gasps> that is so fun what, yeah. what was it like T- tell me the truth about what book launch day is like uh i got up and stayed in my pajamas for like till about two and watched the internet uh totally yep. yeah watched the internet uh watched you know amazon yep uh, to see where it was gonna land and watched it kind of climb, you know, yeah, and that's so fun. got flowers from uh, my team, and I got yeah. flowers from my love, and oh, okay, and yeah, had a good day. Celebrated last night, and uh, yeah, it was a really relaxed, fun day. Yeah, let I me tell you two it. things I want you to do for book two. Okay, number one, did you read it out loud to yourself before you turned it in one time? I did not. You need to read it out loud to yourself sometime, only because you hear things that you might not catch. So for next one, for well, book two. Do you know when I found that out was when I read the Audible. Oh, yeah, when you read the audiobook. Uh, it's your voice? Yes. I'm so glad. Okay, it's good. my voice. And just know when you listen that I was in a room with dark paneling walls mm-hmm. with just myself. And Was Sarah your girl who helped you do it on the other side? Um, no. Were you no, here in Nashville? I was here in Nashville. Okay. And uh, the guy on the other side um, was named um, Luke. Louis, maybe. Okay. Yep. And he thought nothing was funny. Yeah. So basically, and then I would get to parts. Like there was a part in there where I quoted uh, a lady. I keep going because I just want to include ASMR in yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I uh, quoted Aunt Vula from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. And I get to the paragraph and I was like, crap. Now I got to have a Greek accent. Yes. How is this going to work? So yeah, I just muddled through it and wanted to just like slip my wrist and bleed out right yeah, there. I'm just right. like, just, I'm done. Because you're, reading, didn't it, at all, you're no. reading it and it's like, it was time to pull myself up by my bootstraps. And you say it and they go, hey, take that again. Take it again. And you're right. like, I'm in the middle of a flow. Right. And they're like, it's time to take myself up by my bootstraps. Uh, third time? You're yeah. like, ah. But Sarah know, always was good worst. for, she, say I've done all my books with Sarah here in town and she, but she stops me Half the time I go, yeah, I know. I was just trying to go, keep going. I know <laughs> you wanted that again. Just give me a minute yeah. <laughs> to get through. But the hard part is saying, I had to pull myself up by my bootstraps. Yeah, that's right. Acting it. Oh, yeah. I you wish are that was an hard actress. for me. Unfortunately, I'm a very dramatic Oh, well, alien. you know what? I've got a job for you on book two. What was the second <laughs> the thing second that thing I should The second thing is, do? I love that you celebrated last night. I also, next time I want you to celebrate the night before the book comes out. Oh. Because you already did the work. So celebrate the night before the book comes out because it doesn't matter what happens on Amazon and it doesn't matter what the so list true. say. What matters is, my gosh, you wrote a whole book, Heather Land. Preach, and sister. you and three years ago that wasn't even in your sights. You're right, and, and, so, and it is an honor to yes. be to have written it. And I just want though for you to celebrate with me on book two. Oh, a hundred percent. But also, can I change the date from the night before? 
to when we're finally done editing. Yeah. Because let's get totally. real. Yes. That's the breather. You totally can't. Really. When yeah. you get to turn, the, the day you turn in your first draft and the day you turn in the last draft are the best. That's, those are the days you need a mimosa. Oh, the first draft day, you're like, I don't want anyone to speak to me ever. I'm going to go see nine movies. Totally. And jump into a swimming pool and I may float back up. You don't know. I'm going to watch 90 Day Fiance because I don't have to think. <laughs> And say yes to the dress. Say yes to the dress I can do. Intervention I love. Love, how about My Strange Addiction? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. But 600 Pound Life, I had a roommate. She and I would watch, I mean, if it was, if we thought it was coming up, we'd be like, let's just watch Intervention (laughs) My Life. And watch three episodes in a row. But let me tell you something. I love the redemption at the end. I love watching them. But I get so mad when I give two hours of my life and they don't do the work. I'm so mad at them. I know. And I'm like, listen, I could have been eating cookie dough. Yes. You know, but I was trying to lose with you <laughs> while we watched. You didn't do your part. And you weren't. You did not work. Yeah, it is. I love that show. The doctor has less personality. <laughs> Than anyone I've ever met, where he's just like, you have to lose 400 pounds. We will go. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, wait, you, how do you? Yeah, I have so many thoughts about that. How show. about the parts where, you know, he comes in and they lost literally 100 pounds on their own in a month. And he goes, you're making progress. Yeah, I'm like, no, like you're listen, making progress. You better have a banner waiting <laughs> on me when I get there and a piece of cake. That is the truth. I mean, we're going to celebrate, yeah. you know. I didn't lose eight pounds. I lost 100 <laughs> in and a eight. month. Yeah. 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 Seriously. I was eating entire Mexican restaurants and now I'm having a grilled chicken. <laughs> I need you to throw me a party. I just ate nothing. Like they yes. literally have to do liquid diets, it's right? For so half the bad. time. It's I know. So bad. And you know, he should yeah, he should put forth more effort for I sure. I think so. Yeah. I think I need I need him to be nicer. <laughs> the nurses all seem they're always like yeah. when they get off the scale and the people go, Yeah, I lost they're always like yeah, good job. And then he's like, good progress. Right. Exactly. Yeah, now you exactly need counseling. Right. How did we? We're just trying to tell people about your book and we're just going. I mean, hey, every, I may have mentioned it in there. Up. I can't yeah. remember. It's been so long. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's ask a serious question. I would love to know how uh, comedy has affected your faith. Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't know that comedy has affected my faith, except that. I think being open and available and willing to perform comedy and to let my personality out on the stage mm. has affected my faith because I don't even know if it's affected it, but it's made me um, have to really get real with it uh, and be able to own it and, yeah. and be able to kind of work through exactly who I am and how I feel and to be okay with putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. And here's where I'm at. I love uh, pushing the envelope with my comedy. I love riding the fence, yeah. you know, because that's real life, yes. right? No, we're not perfect. You know, we are, uh, we're all flawed and we all have real thoughts and I just kind of say them. I love God and I love people and I would love to bridge that gap somehow. Um, but I truly feel like... What's the gap? Um, just between, you know, people who maybe... Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to like convert people. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying. But I just want to let people know that you can love God, but you can also love all the people. Yes, the masses. Sure. And I genuinely do. Like yeah. I. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother day. Yeah. Um, you know, of storytelling between me and you. But yeah, I think I've just had to really get real with who I am, and I'm I'm walking that journey mm-hmm. right now, and I'm giving myself more grace. I've really been honestly. Uh, uh, I've had a lot of perfectionism. Uh, is that a word? Perfectionism? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, in my brain toward myself, I've, yeah. I've had a lot of expect, high expectations. And I think I'm finally getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm human. And mm. God is so loving toward me because he created me to be this way. And if I get on the stage and say, um, you know, I hate working out and uh, I don't want to get runner's high. And if I have a choice between eating a weed brownie and getting runner's high, how do you think I'm going to get high? What do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> Which high am I going Which after? Which high am I going for? That's okay. <laughs> right. That's okay for me right. to say. So I think it's just challenged me to own who I am on mm. the stage. And yeah. And that reflects in real life, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me, can you can we talk about you being in love? Sure. Okay. What's it like to meet someone 
after being in a marriage and yeah. doing this again. I mean, the risk of that is, yeah. is insane for your heart. The risk is I have found very worth taking. Yeah. Uh, and I had to I had to really walk through that at the beginning and say, wow, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And then yeah. I said, wow, that's what's so exciting about it mm. is just letting it go and just letting him be him. Uh, you know, he lets me be me and let's just see what happens with this thing. And it just so happens that, yeah, he's just the most amazing human that I know. You know, I've always my whole life said my dad is the best man I know. I've yeah. never met a man as good as my dad, um, but I have officially met really? someone who is, um, sorry, dad. As good as Bud. Yeah, he's as good as Bud. If if I can't say if not better, because Bud will listen. But yeah, um, yeah he, he equals him for sure. And wow. he Can just, you tell me how y'all met? Yeah, he was my production manager on the road for my tour last year, last summer. Get it. Last June, and we've been together ever Wait, since. Wait, it's not Pepper, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Married, right? Pepper's married. I thought so too. All of a sudden, I'm like, I thought Pepper was married. To his wonderful wife, yes. Right. Okay. Uh, so Pepper's my coach, though, and he's okay. great. Yes. Um. Some. Yeah. He was your production yeah. manager, and now he's my road manager and my production manager still. But yeah, we met on the road and didn't really mean to fall in love, and we just did, and we can't help it, and yeah. we just so love each other, and we're extremely happy, and yeah, all the things. How is it working together and dating? It's wonderful, okay. actually. We just, you know what? I think for for both of us, we weren't sure if we could ever find somebody who loved the same life. Mm. We both love road life. Yeah. We both love traveling. We don't want to be settled in any certain place forever. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Maybe yeah. when we're older. But um, and actually, I am a little older than him. We'll just leave that, that right girl. there. Um, come on, get it. Um, that was accident too. But anyway. Uh, he's really like 65 in his brain. He goes, he falls asleep watching the news. So come on, you know. Um, but yeah, I think we both found somebody who loved the same life that we love. Yeah. So, so we're able to, uh, enjoy, and we enjoy each other. So we enjoy talking about all the things, work yes. and, and play and travels and news. And yeah, and he teaches me a lot. And I think maybe I teach him a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's just a beautiful blend and... There We're are a lot of happy. people in our town that in Nashville that the husband and the wife are on the road, but it's very rare that the partners get to be on the road together. Yeah, it's That's great. super special. And we love bus life, you know, yeah. and his little bunks right here, and yeah. mine's right here. And yeah, we, um, yeah, we, we also, he has a great balance. He's better at this than I am, but he has a great balance of, you know, when he goes on to the stage to set up the, to set everything up. Yeah. You know, I come in, I straggle in, you know, looking like a hot mess, but I want to hug him. I'm like, yeah. hey. And he's like, hey, yo, I'm working. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. So he has a he has good boundaries, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it's just a it's just a great ride. What's the best thing you've learned from him? Mm, I'll tell you what I think. Uh, there's so many things, but I've learned a lot about uh, politics, which I which I applaud him for. But honestly. He is the most accepting human being mm. of all people that I have ever known. Yeah. And it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. He doesn't talk bad about people. Yeah. He appreciates all of the strange, awkward things about all of us. And he's just a happy, he's happy, mm -hmm. you know, because of that, I mm -hmm. think. So it's really a challenge to me to do the same thing, you know, and we like to live in that space. We love yeah. people and we want to be good to people. So I think we keep encouraging each other to do that. And that's the life we want to live. And having somebody to do that with you is really lovely. I say to my counselor, I've said to her repeatedly over the years, it is so easy for me to fall in love with a tour manager when it's a dude because <laughs> they carry my luggage. Come on. They set everything up and they hand me a microphone. And like, what else? And then when I'm done, they're still there. They're still there. And they thought it was good. They kind of didn't care because they have heard me do this a lot. But they're proud. But yeah. now we're going to go eat dinner. Or, and by the way, I went ahead and put your luggage on the bus. And you're like, <laughs> exactly. forever? Can that, we be forever? That's the I life I live. And we went to see my parents at Easter. And yeah, he's uh, carrying my bag in. And here's the deal. I don't know if it's because he's still like internally in work mode. Yes. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, girl. And show me those muscles while you're doing it. Listen, <laughs> li I'm not joking. He's Listen. beautiful. He's he's tall, dark, and handsome. He's Indian. The last, oh, okay. Yeah, and now, so I'm now working in the uh, the Indian jokes into my, into my set. 
His, his brother made up a couple of Yeah, it's just, it's great. We're starting to yeah integrate that in. It, yeah, it's a lot of fun. A few years ago when I was interested in a tour manager, one of my friends said, tell me everything he does that you like. And as I was going through, he was going, he does that for his artist. He does that for his artist. He does that for his artist. And I was like, you know what? I, you may be right. I, but that's okay. Watch me not care. Watch, like, me, watch me not, not care. care Listen, and the production manager, you know, they're techie. Yeah. Well, Somehow I ended up with a social media platform. I can barely yes. even turn my phone on. Okay. Oh so I'm like, hey. Yes, because your book calls you a social media comedian. It's a joke. Okay. I'm not joking. I'm literally like breaking this thing yeah. every five minutes, but guess who's there to fix it? Yeah. Oh, production he, manager. Production tour manager. manager. Boyfriend. Absolutely. That's brilliant. I well done. I, I played I it that find way on one purpose. Of those. Help me find one of those. I got you, girl. Just, yeah, just start I got looking. you. He's got a brother, I heard you say. He's got two brothers, uh, wonderful brothers, but they're married. Um, okay. But you know what? There's got to be a cousin down the line. Listen, uh, I, I, I'm I'm pretty solid on not marrying someone who's already married. <laughs> Let's stay away from that's, that. Yeah, that's one of my big goals. Life yeah, goals. I, I want to get to the end of this race and never have married someone who is currently married. You know, if you can achieve, uh, you know, let's start start small. Start, <laughs> you know, like start somewhere. Set, set that limbo. I stick, want him like, to not yeah. be married to anyone else. That's a good goal. <laughs> a dude who's not married to anyone else. That's. Is it, have we come to that? Like, is that as good as it gets these days? <laughs> I'm like, I want him to love Jesus and have a job. But if he doesn't. <laughs> but if he doesn't, as long as he's not married. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'll my gosh. You, I'll feel you. Okay, so I have one more question for you. Okay. And it's what we ask everybody at the end of every show. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what you do for fun. <laughs> you know what is the most fun for me? My job. Really? And I can't I believe that. I'm saying it. Yeah, I love traveling and doing comedy. I and I'm just now able to even say when people ask me what do you do for a living? Yes. I can with confidence say I'm a comedian. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, that's what I do for uh fun and also yeah, I do lots of travels. Yeah. And love seeing new places. Favorite place? Do you have a place that uh, you like have fallen in love with? Paris. Really? Love it. Love Paris. Do you Paris. speak French? Well, didn't was that not convincing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bonjour. like that surprises me if you speak French. It just doesn't feel like on brand. Um, uh, I barely speak English. That's what okay. I'm saying. So. I for sure am just still mastering the <laughs> one the Lord gave me. Come I'm not on. Add, not adding doubles. In. I said something to a friend of mine the other day, and she was like. Oh, we were right in the middle of a serious conversation. She said, hold up. I don't think that's a word. And I'm like, that's possible. I'm going to keep going, though. Um, so Paris and Seattle. I love Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, when you go to Paris, do you have, like, this is where you have to eat? This is where you ha- what you have to see? Yes, but because I don't speak French, I you don't, don't know how to say uh, it. Right. right. Um, of course, you have to see the tower. I mean, yeah. well, you know what you have to do? You have to spread a blanket on the garden there, uh-huh. and you have to eat wine, drink, uh, eat wine and drink cheese. <laughs> It's a great. Combo. We've already started, everybody. <laughs> y'all don't see, but we well, y'all know. See. We've been we've been <laughs> eating eating some wine and drinking some cheese. We've been drinking some cheese. <laughs> I don't suggest that. It's not good puree, but um, you you get the picture. Yeah. yeah. So you have to do that whole scene, yeah. and it's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And Seattle Sky Club in Seattle has my favorite soup in the world. <laughs> you and that Sky. You know what? I got to introduce you to my man because he's all about that Delta Sky Club. Listen, <laughs> he loves it's it. It's a life. It is. It really is. It's I mean, free. F- I mean, for as much as we fly, being able to get in there gives me a bathroom 800 people haven't used. Right. 80 people it's have true. used it. It's true. Free Wi-Fi. Some and, privacy. And a meal. And a meal. And I'm like, that's. I would have spent $30 in this airport. Is eating. that all? No, 0%. Oh, what, you mean what else I get in the Sky Club? Yeah. Oh, there's drinks. There's free drinks. And there's always sports on TV. Always sports on TV. That's and right. And so when I'm That's done right. speaking, I've done a Friday, Saturday gig, and I'm sitting in that Atlanta airport for 45 minutes between my planes. It is a wreck. I'm, I'm like, I don't need to be direct. I'm not hurrying home to my kids. You right. Know? Like, I don't need a direct flight. I don't mind that hour. This is what I'd be doing at home. That's right. And, but you know what else it does give you um, besides a little bit of breathing room? It gives you clout. And it, oh. <laughs> and it gives you the feeling that you feel when you walk into that nice hotel room. Uh-huh. You open those doors and you're like, I'm home, y'all. Yeah. Here we are. We look around the sky cup and we go, you got in? Me too. <laughs> oh, you got in? Me too. Oh, you're a frequent traveler, are Oh, yeah. You? When Me I see too. people go by with their platinum, um, platinum, no, diamond medallion uh-huh. status mm-hmm. on their suitcases, I'm like, I'll see you. I see you. Do you, do you want to know the truth? Um, my huh? boyfriend is uh, quite the traveler, and he is the one who's in the Sky Club, and I can only get in when we fly Delta, yes. and I'm with him. That's yes, it. that's yeah. great. So, ashamedly, so is I'm he, not there is yet. Is he platinum or di- diamond? He's do you know platinum. his level? He's platinum. Wow. 
He's legit. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm hanging. I on need to him to him not that. be married to anybody else. I need him to have status <laughs> on Delta. That's now I've now okay. you've added. You've upped it. Yeah, Jesus job, not married, status on Delta. Not married and status on. Maybe those two are my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> and the right. job. Right. But what does that even mean anymore? I mean, like, right. could he give plasma? Is he an influencer? I don't. You know, like, <laughs> I don't in, care. <laughs> she did the air quotes, y'all, yeah. on that one. You didn't see. <laughs> for sure. Perfect. Uh, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. So Well, there you go, friends. That is a really good conversation for a surprise for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. Hey, make sure you share it with your friends who love Heather's stuff or who just love to talk about something funny because that girl is, I mean, you should have seen myself and my assistant, Jenna. We were laughing the whole episode, the whole conversation with Heather. We were cracking up. Again, her new book, it's called I Ain't Doing It. Make sure you give her a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. You can catch up on all the videos she's already made. Tell her thanks for being on the show and how much you enjoyed it. And make sure you grab a copy of the book. If you need anything from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find, apparently three times this week. Annie F. Downs all over the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you need me, that is how you can find me. Hey, and you just never know when I'm going to drop in an episode like this. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you do not miss a single show. Something tells me there's going to be more of these coming in the future. I'm not ready to go to three days a week, but mm, this week I am. So (laughs) you just never know. You guys, thanks so much for listening and for being a part of this little family, this little group of friends. I'm really grateful. So that's it for me today, friends. Go out and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. And we will see you next time.